0: Well, Ulysses, other teams in the AL East are making moves, major moves, money moves. And the
1: Rays are signing Chris Davinsky. That's kind of where we're at, at this juncture. Is it kind of reminiscent of the Yankees getting Giancarlo Stanton and the Rays replying with Joey Wendell? Let's hope. Let's get started right now.
0: You are locked on Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay
1: Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on X and Instagram at Lockdown Rays and email us anytime whenever lockdownrays at gmail.com. Voice memos are preferred. So, if you're a baseball fan and have been paying attention to the news wire, you of course learned that the Rays went out and re signed reliever, bit player Chris Davinsky, while the Yankees. First traded for Alex Verdugo and then made a mega, mega blockbuster deal with the Padres acquiring Juan Soto. Yes. The Juan Soto along with drink Risham in a seven player deal. And beyond that, we have other AL East teams that are uh, making some maneuvers or thinking about making some maneuvers. So the Yankees, I had read an article on fangrafts that, like over the last several years, they had made, you know, minor moves, bit moves, replaceable player here, there, like going out and getting Jake ba- Jake Bowers or IKF. That doesn't really move the meter. Juan Soto, that's very Evil Empire esque. And I will say, just like that, acquiring him and acquiring Alex Verdugo. I know they lost some some players in that deal, but I would think that they've more or less upped themselves from a 500 team to a 90 to 92 win team, just based on those trades alone.
1: I understand where you're, where you're, where you're coming from. And I think Juan Soto is a hall of famer in the making. If he, if he does what he's done at the start of his career for
0: another half dozen years, he's a lock for the hall of fame.
1: Yes. I mean, no, no doubt about it. And he's so young he's 25 people if you guys don't 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 know that so however and i I'll, and i I'll, and i'll add to what you're saying the yankees now have the best two hitters in all of the al east in their lineup without a doubt and anybody who wants to refute that just doesn't know baseball i mean the and maybe best- the, the best in all of baseball not just the al east you
0: could, could argue we? i mean aaron judge and Soto, where they're in the conversation, or they're right up in the conversations with Alvarez, Trout, Freeman, Otani,
1: et cetera. Exactly. So, so, but definitely in the AL East. I mean, Toronto yeah. does not have that punch. The Rays don't have that punch. The Orioles and the Red Sox don't. have So, so they've guaranteed themselves the best one-two punch in the division. However, when I look back at what the 2023 season was for for the Yankees my gosh, I really don't think that this affects the the race that much because there are so many holes that they still have to plug in that Yankee uh, team. Like what is their rotation after Garrett Cole? Cause you can't really trust Cortez and, and Rodon after the seasons that they had just had, they Clark Schmidt. I'm not going to put my hand on the fire for that guy. So, they've they so they don't have really a rotation right now. um I so I really don't think I think the move is evil empire-esque yes, but I don't think that just because of this move, the standings really saw um a change mm. a shake up. i I really I, I, they they would still need to do something else like that to make me think, oh, The standings have now changed or the preseason standings have changed. But as I see it right now, they're not better than the Orioles and they're not better than the Rays. That's fair. You can – Jays, okay. I will listen to that argument. But I don't think they're still any better than the Orioles. Yeah, until until the Jays uh, sign
0: and acquire Otani, which uh, we'll get to in a little bit. But I would see and think with the uh, warming seat of Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone, and company that there's more – on the come up for the Yankees I'm talking Yamamoto Snell there's another shoe or two to drop in the coming days weeks and months and I would feel like also not only is this a move for 2024 but it's a move through 2030 2032 they have I would think uh, desires to extend Soto as soon as possible, or make sure that he's going to be in pinstripes for a very long time um, with, yeah. what well, we know his, his agent. And it's funny because a player of his caliber, it kind of amazes me that he'll be on his third team in four years. It's like hot potato with one, but I think that, he's probably found a landing spot with the Yankees because that's an organization that should and would be able to pay him. And I know he's uh, I mean, we can talk about what he brings to the table and the on brace percentage, the walks, the fact that he played in 162 games this past season, the fact that he sprays the ball all around the field, but this is also um, easy pickings playing in Yankee stadium with Mm. the, for him and Verdugo, I might add. So, yeah. And, and and also another wrinkle to this, we had talked about uh, Manny Margot being tied or rumored to uh, the Yankees and or Mets among other organizations. Well, I don't think that the Yankees are going to be looking at him anymore because they brought in Trent Grisham as another outfielder. I mean, they, they essentially added three outfielders
1: in the last couple of days here and they did what they needed to right get left-handers like for that right short right field porch so no again really good move Uh, i i don't in the in the grand scheme of things i don't think they they got better than than maybe the jays but you're right that seat for cashman and for boone it's 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 getting hotter by the minute so they had to do something like this now you know as a Let's let's take the race fan hat off and just and, and now I'm I'm just a baseball fan right now. So okay, as a baseball fan, I enjoy seeing uh, Juan Soto. I really do. I I like how he approaches the game. I think he's fun. I think he's really a tremendous talent. So it's really going to be awesome. To be able to see him more often because oh, yeah. being in within the division, you're going to see a lot of his play, you know, the whole game, multiple times. You're going to get to see his demeanor, who he is. That's really awesome as a baseball fan. No West Coast time. Like that is all good and dandy for the baseball fan in me. How oh, yeah. And, and I'll add this. It, it is yeah. good
0: for baseball as a whole that he's in pinstripes and he's more front and center. Now, like you mentioned the East coast bias and the fact that you're going from a, the, the Padres to one of the blue bloods, the blue blood of major league baseball. Like this you're not going to stay up a
1: ton of attention. You're not going to stay up at 10 p.m. I'm sorry. You can be the biggest baseball fan, but like at certain times, you know when you can stay up when you're like in high school, middle school, college, and and you have that kind of liberty. After that, you don't have that that so much. But Baseball won the
0: week this week with the Juan Soto. You know it's a big deal when ESPN is sending out push notifications, push alerts that people are talking about Juan Soto and the Yankees versus who's playing Thursday night football or where's Taylor Swift going to be at. this
1: coming week, which NFL stadium. Exactly. So this was was huge. So as a baseball fan, I, I enjoy that. Now, if I put my race hat back on after a minute of not having it on, it sucks that a guy that I root for, that I like seeing him succeed, now I get I now I can't root for him. Now I can't I can't bring myself to do it because he's a Yankee. So that is the dichotomy. That is the duality of men right now as a baseball fan that enjoys really good talented players, but then when they have the pinstripes, I just I I can't see myself rooting for Juan Soto, and I'm going to kind of miss that because he's an amazing player. You got
0: the whole soto shuffle, he brings uh some energy and some enthusiasm to uh, to the sport for sure. We have more to discuss on this and beyond, but first we have to tell you this. As the weather gets colder, maybe not in Florida, Arizona, in Southern California, but other areas of the country, the NFL offers stay hot on Fanduel right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Money Aligned bet. That's 150 buckaroos if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this very moment. The app is super easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, such as spreads, player props over unders and more. So go ahead and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. I'll repeat it again. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, they are an official partner of the NFL. So um, Ulysses, first off, do you believe, are you under the impression like I am that Soto is eventually going to ink an extension. Scott Boris is going to help him land a long term contract with the Yankees upwards of, I don't know, $350,
1: $400, $450 million. First, I think he's going to ask for more than $440 because that's what the Nationals offered him. And he said, Nah, fam, I'm okay. good. So definitely more than $440. And no. I don't think he's going to sign an extension. He's not going the Mookie Betts route, which is I'm going to get traded, sign an extension, I'm done. No. I think Scott Boris is saying, look, you might love New York as much as you want. They might show us $500 million. But guess what? It's better to get the Mets involved and the Dodgers involved and everybody involved picking at you because then you're going to drive the price up instead of just dealing with one team. So no, I don't think he's going to sign an extension. I think he he's going to live out his his last free agent um last arbitration eligible year, hit free agency and then he's going to have fun cuz a guy that does the soda shuffle is yeah. going to have fun being a free agent. So in 2025, spring training 2025, you don't necessarily believe he'll be in a Yankees uniform. Correct. I mean Okay. If, if the Giants Say, hey, we we got to get a star. We don't have a star. I see the Giants as a thing. And you mm-hmm. know what? Uncle Stevie Cohen, if he doesn't get what he wants, back to back oh, yeah. years.
0: Could you imagine the Yankees losing one Soto to the Mets? Oh, that would so, oh. be so great. That'd yeah. be so That's cool. why
1: I, I think
0: that the Yankees have to be serious about doing whatever they can to make sure that Soto remains in that uniform for the long, long haul. But beyond that, besides that, um, so obviously major moves for the Yankees thus far, maybe more in the pipeline, I think, anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, We have rumors of Shohei Otani or the Blue Jays really uh, courting, which why wouldn't they, and going all in on trying to land Otani. So that could come to fruition sooner rather than later. And then the Orioles playing a little bit of a part as well in inking Craig Kimbrell as what I imagine to be uh, their closer or extremely high leverage reliever. So you have all that going on in the backdrop. And what do we have with the Rays? I mentioned, I joked about it, adding Chris Davinsky, but also the fact and the likelihood that Tyler Glass now is not going to be on the team and there's talks of them, listening to offers on, on Randy and Isak and Margot and Harold Ramirez. And then you have the uncertainty of wander Shane McClanahan out for the season. That's why this has me worried. The fact that these other teams in the division are doing things and have good things coming their way. Whereas the rays are like stepping back and, and really taking a step back. Um, from my vantage point anyway.
1: Yeah. Which, and, 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 and that makes sense, but I just don't see how a team that won a hundred games in 2021, then comes back with 99 in 2023 and would even think about taking a step back. Like, I just feel like that is so crazy. Like that is such a unimaginable thought for so many other fan bases. Like that's, you've gone to the playoffs five times in a row. You, you, I mean, you have a tremendous core and you can't pay $25 million to your supposed ace. And I know the seal clappers are already angry. They're saying, but you can get more talent right now for Tyler Glass. Now, the, the, the he, he could give you so much more. But if you trade Tyler Glass now, you might be better in 2025, 2026, 2027 but you're not getting better in 2024. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're just not. Because and I think going- they're okay with that, honestly. I think they're okay
0: with kind of holding fort or taking one step back so they can go two or three steps forward in the future based on all the bad news that's come to them of late. And now you have the added wrinkle of these other teams in the division going ham, for lack of a better term. Like, if yeah. the Blue Jays legitimately land Otani, I mean, okay, uh, might as well pencil them in for a hundred wins Orioles. They're only getting better, I think. And I think they had more wins than the Rays with a lower payroll. So what does that tell yeah. you? And the Yankees? Um, I mean, they'll, they'll, I think they're getting to the point where they will do whatever they have to do to make the playoffs this coming year. Yeah. They can't sure. go another season without making the playoffs, especially with some of the name brands that they've acquired of late.
1: So the odd man out is the Red Sox. And I know there's expanded playoffs, but That doesn't guarantee you anything. So do the Rays have a really good team still? Yes. If they trade Tyler Glass now, do they decrease their possibilities in 2024? Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because whoever you get back is not going to be a game changer for right now. He might be a game changer for September 2024 when they bring him up or when he starts you know, getting a little bit more seasoning in him. Uh, But you're not going to get a a guy that's like ready to be the dude because that's, so why would you trade that guy? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't trade that guy. Um, so it, it's, it's an uneasy feeling, but right now on December 8th, although we're recording on December 7th in the uh, at night people, um, I still think the race are better than the blue Jays and the Yankees. Now switching to Otani just real quick here. Man, if I have um, a double-edged sword with Soto and going to the Yankees, I feel like it's even tougher with Shohei Otani because, to be quite frank, Kevin, and I'm sorry, Locked on Race listeners, I'm sorry. I would be so happy to have Shohei in the AL East. I would get to see the most talented baseball player that has ever lived so much more, not just highlights. Not like, oh, let me see this at bat. Oh, let me see this inning. No, I get, I would get to watch the whole Shohei Ohtani experience for the next seven, eight, nine, ten years, and it would be amazing. It would be a tremendous thing. And to be even more frank, if he goes to the AL East to the Jays, for example, I. I want to see greatness, and some people are going to be upset at this. But if the Rays are playing the the, the Jays and Otani's pitching, I want him to go seven shutty, get out, and then the Rays win it against their bullpen. That's what yeah. I want. And I want, and I want Show It to go deep twice, but the Rays win the game. Like that's what I want because he is that much of an amazing player, at least to me. Hey, if, if we're looking at silver linings here, I mean, as far as, um,
0: attendance and ticket sales, I would think that every home game where Juan Soto is on the other side, where Shohei Ohtani is on the other side, but better be in those seats right, for those outings. So I think that adds some intrigue for sure. And um, as far as the Blue Jays, I guess, you know, if Ohtani signs with them, better them than the Red Sox, better yeah. them than the Yankees, better them than than... I would even say the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles are our main counterparts now for the next several years.
1: Yeah, so, they, and they whooped them. They whooped the Rays, unfortunately. Yeah, um, a, a lot of unforced errors by the Rays in that Orioles series, but still, they 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 did it. They won. Yeah. Um. So I agree with you. I think Jace would be the the silver lining here because I, I feel like it's still. I feel like I the Rays are a better team than the Jays and they're a better organization. So I, I wouldn't feel too threatened with Shohei Otani there, but you get all the pluses of having the most talented player in your division. Am I alone, by the way? Am I am I too crazy about the Otani thing here? Or do you think more Rays fans agree with my sentiment of like, let me see him shove. I want two homer games against the Rays, but then the Rays win the game.
0: I mean, I think you're you're talking about a fan base, and this is really any fan base, that anytime there's a loss, the sky is falling, the world is coming to an end. So I don't think that I guess if you're a race fan, you can't cheer for anybody else because there's such a large
1: chip on the shoulder there. But what about like you want him seems. to succeed, but then his team not to? Like again, he yeah, I don't know if you can have
0: it both ways. I, I really don't.
1: What I mean, a- I'm I'm with you. I don't disagree with you. I I like to see.
0: Um, at the end of the day, I'm a sports fan and and want to see. I mean, the opportunity or multiple opportunities, maybe to see Otani in person or on television. see. So I wasn't right. watching. I mean, it, it was kind of a trade anytime the Rays were facing the Yankees, and there was an off chance that he would start or be on the mound. Um, so now that this. Could and would become a reality. I think, you know, the the hard sell for Rays fans and, and fans of other teams in the division is that, you know, he locks up with the Blue Jays. You know, it's what, going to be 8, 10, 12 years? So that's a lot of stiff competition coming. <laughs> and I would think that it has a snowball effect in the sense of if Otani's with the Blue Jays, that's going to attract other guys, whether it's international signings from Japan, Korea, or just guys that. Hey, I want to play alongside and with, um, you know, one of the greatest athletes in all of professional sports, and maybe the who could go down as the most talented ball player
1: ever. Yeah, I mean, when Ronald Acuna Jr. goes free agency, or maybe even Juan Soto next year, they're like, you know, who I'd like to play with? Hmm. Shohei Ohtani. I would really like to be, you know, that guy. I don't yeah. know. I, I I feel like. It's like the fantasy when you're in fantasy baseball and then you're like, oh, they're playing against my team, but I really need the point. So I want them to kind of be do really yeah. well with my team to win. That's kind of like I'm seeing it,
0: right? It's like you've got the you, you got
1: a, a
0: rivals running back on your roster and you want them to go off, but you still want your team to win at the end of the exactly. day. Exactly. In real life, exactly. in the real life environment, for sure. Um. So a couple quick things before we move on to baseball trivia, name that war uh, one do you ultimately think Otani signs with the blue Jays over the Dodgers, giants, angels, Cubs, and other teams that have been rumored or connected?
1: I don't think he's going back to the angels. I think the Dodgers are obviously the, the, the chalk. So I don't want to do chalk. I want to go. And again, I really wanted to, to, I want to see greatness, man. So I'm going to pull for the Jays on this one. So there you go. Toronto blue Jays fans. You're welcome
0: so and you said 500 million dollars may not be enough to sign Juan Soto
1: around at there I think I, I think he's gonna see a five so I think okay. Shawe is going to 550 600 580 like it's gonna be I insane. mean if if Juan
0: Soto gets 500 million dollars if I'm Otani's agent and I don't know who his agent is if it's Boris or somebody else no I would say it. uh okay I can I basically do what Soto does at the plate and I also pitch give <laughs> me 700,
1: give me 750 million dollars. If he hadn't gotten hurt, Kevin, he would yeah, have exactly true. been able to do that. He would have exactly been able to do that. Yeah, well, I think
0: he's, he's you got to hold out for six, six burgers, 600 million dollars. At least, yes, agreed, agreed. Hopefully, Just he gets crazy, it. <laughs> crazy, crazy <laughs> numbers that are being thrown out. But yeah. hey, when you're a, a 10 more player, that's yeah. what it commands. Plus, all the um international attention and eyeballs and sponsorship opportunities that come with it. I mean, Otani mania will, uh, become a real thing for sure. Uh, all right. So, uh, we'll keep track of that going forward. Just another opportunity for, for baseball to, to win the week, uh, or win the, the month. Uh, normally we're talking about college football, NFL, but when you have a, a Juan Soto trade, and maybe an Otani uh, acquisition or signing soon that, uh, you know, puts, puts baseball on the map again. All right. Uh, baseball trivia name that
1: war Ulysses. What do you have in the viewpoint of baseball trivia? I think I've talked about this guy during this episode. Shohei Otani hmm. is one of nine players in MLB history with multiple 40 home runs, 20 stolen base seasons who are the other eight players oh you want me to name all eight let's see if you can get there
0: multiple 40 homer
1: 20 stolen base seasons this is correct so two is okay it's acceptable correct so if you've done that twice you're in this club all right i'll say uh ronald acuna You would be correct i will say barry bonds you would be correct he did it three times a rod you would be correct he leads this club he did it four times wow okay
0: 40 home runs 20 stolen bases are these uh several of these guys steroid era or are we looking more into modern modern times here or kind of a mixed
1: bag i you have one two three four five names left and i would put my hand on the fire that they didn't do steroids for two of these guys
0: so three may or may not have done steroids
1: three i am not putting my one of them is like nope Nope, that they did or didn't do steroids. Nope, I'm not putting my hand on any fire for you. On a lighter. I'm not doing anything for you because you most likely did it. (sighs) Not
0: saying this is indicative of anything, but Gary Sheffield.
1: Strike one. (sighs) Damn. By the way, when I said most likely did it, I should have said... You definitely did it because you told us.
0: Oh, man. I'm struggling here. Um,
1: I'm trying you're doing to put good, some these good. guys
0: out of sight, out of mind. You know what? I don't think this is correct, but I'm going to guess it anyway. Sammy Sosa. Strike two. Got Acuna, Bonds, Arod, Otani. I'm pretty sure this is wrong. He's probably more of like a 40-18. Mike Trout.
1: Let me take that back. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr. Yes, very good. That's one of the two dudes that I would put my hand on the fire that they did not do steroids. Ken Griffith Jr. Very good. He did it twice. There's one more guy who's definitely clean. And then the yes. other three, uh, one is like definitely not. And then the other two are like, yeah, I'm not going to put my name or reputation on that. Holy cow. Okay, I'm going um... to give you a hint. Can I give you a hint? Sure. This guy wrote a book telling us how Kinseiko. Yes. Very good. Okay. Jose Kenseco did it three times. Okay. Um
0: I'm gonna guess it. Screw it. I've kind of been playing with uh house money here after I think I guessed wrong and then took back my guess. Carlos Beltron.
1: Tremendous guess. Very good guess but wrong. Street three. I will tell you the other names. Okay. Do you want to hear the two iffy names first or the clean name first? The clean name. Henry, Hank, Aaron. Oh, damn it. I okay. you know. I you know. Sneaky speed, man. Um, two guys I would not put my hand on the fire for. Jeff Bagwell. Mm. I don't know. Thinking of him. Do we know? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I didn't think of him as a stolen base guy. I would have I would have still leaned Carlos Beltran, which was pretty as close as it gets. Like, he was a 41-18. Yeah. Then you have a
1: 38-42. So like, kind of no, crazy. The, you were close. You are close there. Yeah. And the other guy who I'm, mm, Sean Green. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you know? you guys know that are watching this and subscribing on YouTube and hitting that like button? I don't know. You You guys might know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, I uh, really like that list. And a very, very difficult feat, the old
1: 40-20. Yeah. Um, Multiple times. I, and a guy yeah. that's pitching around a 310 ERA has done it twice.
0: And that's why he gets $600 million. Oh. Um, okay, that was a good list. I like that. Uh, Hopefully the listeners on the YouTubes and the podcast uh, enjoyed as well. Okay. Uh, Name that war. I don't know if you're going to kill me for this one or if you're going to think it's a good selection, but I'm going to run with it regardless. Um, I don't know how we got on this subject. I guess recently we had talked about hall of fame and talked about Adrian Beltre Uh, in the Rangers and it just got me thinking about, um, the Rangers a little bit and I thought, why not? Let's, uh, let's pick a random name from Rangers lore and go with it. And this guy, his name is Rusty Greer. What is his career war?
1: I literally have zero on Mr. Rusty Greer. Zero. You could tell me he was a catcher or you could tell me he's a center fielder. And I would be like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. No, nothing. Nothing on Rusty Greer. Oh, boy. So let's go. Let's go with a down the middle guess. Okay. Down the middle guess. If I mean, if he's more than 20 war, I I should remember him. I mean, can you tell me at least the, 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 the years that he, yeah. what, what are we looking at here? And I
0: thought, you know, he would be a decent selection because he was kind of
1: uh
0: sort of a, in our Is adolescent he? stage, Uh really? 1994 to
1: 2002. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So he was in those Rangers. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So Pudge teammate, A-Rod teammate, Juan Gonzalez teammate, Okay, so he he he. Uh, would we put our hand on the fire for this guy? I mean, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. Let's go with a with a nice smooth thirteen war.
0: Okay, uh, and I'll tell you also why I selected him. Um, I was looking up uh, career high on base percentages, and he was pretty high up on the list with. Hmm. Still being an obscure name, so he played nine years all with the Rangers, okay. Um, and made a name for himself because he has been inducted into the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame. Oh, no! Uh, his career line is 305, 387, 478, with 119 homers, 614 RBI. In 258 doubles, he drove in over 100 runs three times and racked up 40 doubles in a season on three separate occasions. Did not make an all-star appearance, so probably was just right on the cusp of being able to do that. Um, His career war, and uh, he was an outfielder, left fielder primarily. Okay. Um, oh, I should note this. You love this stat. Uh, 119 OPS plus 865 OPS. Um, that's <sighs> oh, I missed it badly. Gist of it. Uh, you didn't miss too, too badly, but undershot it. 22.4 is his career
1: war. Okay. No, man. Those, nu- those numbers, I mean, 305, 387 on base, 478 slug. That's a ball player, bro. That's yeah. a damn he good could ball player. He could
0: flat out hit.
1: He could flat out hit. I see the D war is negative every year, but I mean, when you're putting up those stats, who gives that does not a matter, leap, yeah. man, that does not, he's
0: probably overshadowed by some more prominent names on uh, the Rangers during those years. But I do recall him kind of being a middle-ish of the order guy six. I mean, if he was a, Sixth or seventh that or he'd be one of the best in baseball wherever he was uh positioned there. But um yeah, well, that you know is, what? Uh, I,
1: I I would like to see that. Wh- where he uh the you know his lineup because maybe that's another thing when you're when you're in a team that's stacked, man, you can really like whoop, batting seventh, batting eighth, yeah. and the pitcher's like, oh finally we're in the seventh, eighth hole, and nope, it's a dude that rakes. Nope, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. So I would have to
0: cool. look that up. Um, uh, I know uh he battled injuries his last couple seasons. Oh one and oh two, so he wasn't making as much of an impact. But from uh, ninety five to two thousand, he was uh, he was a force to be reckoned with. Again, kind of one of those under the radar guys that really put up uh, a really solid career. It gives me uh, almost like uh, Jason Bay or Brian Giles vibes for some reason.
1: Oh, okay, okay, that's fair enough. So I like
0: that. That, 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 might, good,
1: be a, that might have to be uh, next week's uh, name that war. Jason Bay. You know what? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm seeing his batting order positions. He batted all over the lineup. But if you take his meat of the bones, it's batting third out of well, however many games he played. 579 games. Wow, He was batting third. So, okay. wow. Very cool. Nice. There it yeah. is.
0: All right, uh, hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.